0: I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. I'm Bo Maddox. This is Collateral Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We are podcasting straight from San Antonio, Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast, so whatever you have, be it blunts, be it bongs, be it joints, be it dabs, y'all didn't, y'all didn't see, but I was, I was dabbing there.
1: Oh, that, that was terrible. That was smoke awful. it
0: if you've got it, and if you don't have it, well, don't smoke it.
1: Yeah, you're a loser if you don't have it. You're a loser if you don't have anything to smoke listening to any of our podcasts. Happy Halloween, Collateral Gamers.
0: We are here today in Section 9 Studios. We've got Bo Maddox as a special guest on this episode, although, I mean, Bo's on every episode.
1: Yeah, but I mean, this is the first time that I'm actually going to talk about a game, you know.
0: Exactly, exactly. As usual, we have Robert here as well. Technically, I'm not available right now.
2: Technically. He's Te- here, but he's not here. Technically. Yeah, his yeah, status is invisible on Facebook. There you go.
1: Yeah, he yeah. He's, he's the invisible user. <laughs> the invisible hand.
2: Hell yeah. So, yeah,
0: in any case, um, this Halloween, we're talking about something very special, and we're probably going to get into it right away, because this is sort of a mini-episode indie. Um, what
2: are we talking about, Dakota? PT. The uh, playable teaser for the hidden Silent Hills game.
0: For the, yeah, for Silent Hills, which unfortunately has been canceled. So, yep. whatever PT was going to be or whatever it was hinting at uh, no longer exists. That being said, uh, PT is no longer available on the PlayStation Store. So, we're going to go, uh, we're going to do something we don't normally do on indie game reviews and, and we're going to go full force. Um, we have no problem with spoilers on this particular episode. Oh, yeah. Given that um, you can't even play the game anymore. You can't play, yeah.
2: Uh, there's no point.
0: Well, I say that, but some players have managed to remake the game
2: and emulate it. And we actually kind of did that this episode. We played it before we we worked it, and we actually used to have it on PS4, but we deleted it somehow, or it got deleted. Some weird situation happened.
0: So, yeah, shortly after uh, Silent Hills was cancelled, PT was taken off the PlayStation Store. Now, it was kind of like the Flappy Bird situation. If you had the game still installed, you could still play it. You just couldn't download it from the store. And Dakota and I decided we were going to keep the game forever because we were in love with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we played it over uh, dozens of times. It was like our party favor. And, well, somehow it deleted itself. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so
1: disappointed. Great job, dude. Let me well, maybe we
2: were just on an accident deleted when we were trying to move space or something. I can't remember. I think, feel like I'd be careful about that, though. Hey, I I, yeah.
1: That that's a common thing on PlayStation consoles. I remember even back in the PS1 days, I lost a fucking... Uh, Save file for Final Fantasy VII that I'd been working on for almost three fucking years. Yeah, but that's oh. back when
2: you are using memory cards. Yeah. but <laughs> I remember so those times. That's memory still, cards, man. That still
1: fucking pissed me off, man. Yeah. Like, seriously.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. That would, that would piss me off, too. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that happened to me where I lost data. But, yeah, uh, PT, when did you first come into contact with this game, Bo?
1: Honestly, I never owned a ps4 or anything like that it was pretty much exclusively by way of like word of mouth like through magazines like game informer right Mm -hmm. that was where i first really heard about the game and i first saw the game in action on youtube shortly after it was taken off of the internet and off the ps store and everything right i mean i i really really liked the atmosphere and i like how it's really influenced to horror gaming as a genre overall oh
0: yeah yeah what i really love about it uh, in particular uh, are the horror elements and i think there's an additional element to horror video games that doesn't exactly exist in horror movies which makes it you know a perfect medium for the genre absolutely in that you know you kind of have to push yourself
2: forward you do. There's so many times in the game in which you have to. It's that you have to urge yourself to do something because you know how a horror movie works. You know the. You know everything. You yeah. know when you're gonna look through the door and the crack, you're gonna see something freaky. But you have to do it because you know that's how you're gonna progress in the game. So it's a really yeah. good way of doing that. Way better than a movie can can express. You know.
0: Yeah, in a lot of ways, it really can, and and I, I really appreciate that. Um, just that complete sense of dread. Um, just trying to make yourself move forward because you know at some point there's gonna be a jump scare. And, right. PT was kind of really my first experience with that because I'd not really played horror games before this.
2: I want to start getting into a lot more horror games, um, especially once we get uh, our Oculus Rift. I want to do more VR horror. That's going to be so much fun, dude.
1: Have you uh, checked out, like, uh, Duck Season or uh, the Resident Evil 7? I played a
2: couple of Resident Evil games back in the day. I remember there was one release for the Wii, actually. I played that one. I think it was, like, 5 or something like that.
1: Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about specifically for VR. Have you played any of Well, those? I haven't played any VR before. Oh, okay. So I, I wouldn't gotcha. know.
2: Eventually, Ash and I are going to, you know, pop in some money for for Oculus Rift. That's that's our plan. Want to get oh, a good okay. bu- good bundle so we can get a good one, you know. That
0: would be badass. This game in VR would be insane.
1: Absolutely. Oh, insane. it would be amazing. Yeah, seriously. I mean, um, it's
2: insane just having the surround sound in our headsets, just 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 being able to hear everything. You know what's going on. It's ye- so freaky dude. That
1: was pretty surreal, man. I mean, the sound design on this game is really spot on, even in the remake that we played. Like I mean, it sounded like he got most of the sound assets out from the actual files of the game and everything. I think that's yeah. all it's
2: all made by him. I think he made all he, those sounds. He, he completely I think recreated. he recreated all those sounds. He, yeah, you told me he they yeah. was recreated uh, everything. Wow. Right? Because yeah. you can't just, like, take the game. Yeah.
0: It's possible some of them may have been ported over. I'm not sure. I it mean, they sounded spot on. I think it's not, not, not all of them could have been remade. Uh,
2: also, I mean, I'm sure they could have taken some recordings of it. I'm sure you. Yeah. there's so many YouTube recordings, and there's already be- be- better, like, raw
1: cut something, and I'm sure, somewhere. Do, do you think that the game assets to this are out there online somewhere? Like, I mean...
0: In some way, in some form or another. I know they've been recreated, at, at yeah. least. Yeah. Um, As far as the sound clips go... Some of those may have been original, but yeah, from what I've heard, uh, at least in one of the remakes we were looking at, all of the assets were completely remade, which is in a testament to great design. But, you know, really, it also is kind of a, a testament to how great this original game was. Right. What was really interesting about this was that when PT came out, nobody understood that it was a Silent Hill game. In fact... um it really was kind of portrayed itself as an indie game. It was under a different studio name, 7780s Studio.
2: Right, yeah. When you boot up the game, it tells you that. You start yeah. up, it says 7780s Studio, and then you get a background with a bunch of trees and a PT and little 7780s on the bottom.
0: Yeah, it's developed by Kojima Productions, but it's under the pseudonym 7780s Studio. Yeah, and like you said, uh, it boots up. Um, from what I've heard, apparently the game was scaled down um, in order to feel more like an indie game. So, wow! in all likelihood, I guess it's technically not indie, but um, it definitely was positioned itself as an indie game. Um, it was one of those titles that were free under the PlayStation Plus subscription. So, uh, you know, we checked it out. I was actually introduced to this uh, by my friend Steven. Um, and I, I had a little bit of background information, I think, when I started playing it. So, you know, the, the big reveal at the end wasn't as big for me. But um but yeah, when you play through the game and you and you find the secret ending, which by the way is very difficult to get to. Um it, most people did not get on their first playthrough. Um you then find out um as it pans out and shows Norman Reedus's face and shows Hideo Kojima's name and Guillermo del Toro's name and then reveals with the Silent Hill theme, you know, Silent Hill and then the S. And that's when you realize and then it says playable teaser. That's what PT stands for. That's when you yeah, yeah. you realize yeah. at that point. Oh
2: oh shit, that's what it stands for. There it's you go.
0: Playable teaser for Silent Hills, uh, the canceled project uh, collaboration between uh, Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima. Um, It was gonna be great, it was gonna be glorious, it was gonna have Norman Reedus, um, his likeness in the game, just like it is at the end, and just like it is in Death Stranding.
2: But wait, yes, I was getting to that. But wait, there's more, (laughs) we have more. (laughs) They did not fail completely. Unfortunately, although Kojima did leave Konami, we still have Kojima working on his own with Guillermo del Toro. Actually, I don't think Guillermo del is doing that much in the game, I think more of his likeness is just being used. Yeah, oh, I don't okay. think he's actually helping that much. Uh, unlike PTE, which he did help a lot with, um, but of course Norman Reedus's likeness will be used again. Uh, Mads Mickelson, they have some good people in that one. Wow, that's yeah, gonna be cool, man.
1: If, if I recall, uh, the manga, the hor- great horror manga creator Junji Ito was actually tied to this game, and he was supposed to be making some of the creature designs. Which, if you're familiar with his work, would have been absolutely magnificent. Wow, I that's mean, cool. He he has come up with some of the most disturbing shit in, in, in manga. You well, know, like Uzumaki, uh, Gyo, Tokyo Fish Attack, fucking uh, the 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 curious case of Amigara Fault. There it's you like go. I mean, he he would have really made some Silent Hill monsters that would have been almost transcendental. Oh I yeah, think. I like, bet it would have been amazing.
2: That's good. Yeah. Well, we got eight days till Death Stranding comes out. I and know that's gonna be so much fun. We're gonna really? do a podcast review on that too. So we've got um, we're gonna give ourselves a little bit of time to to play it and we'll get an episode on that one. Yeah.
0: So that's Kojima working outside of Konami. Um so originally, yeah, PT and uh Silent Hills, as it was supposed to be, um, were published by Konami. Um, and then Kojima, of course, uh left the company. Um, apparently there's some bad blood going on. I'm not sure. Um, there are some theories out there that the story of PT maybe it's a, just a the theory, kind of like um, we were talking about in the Shining episode, you know? Uh-huh. Um, just a, a game theory that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what, good. The, what,
1: what, what's up, Matt Pat? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, no, no. Uh, shout out to that great channel. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's a theory that uh, PT, the story of PT, represents... The uh, the issues that were going on between Kojima and Konami. Ooh. That's per podcast. Oh, wow. uh, the great debate. Remember that YouTube video we watched? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's actually a podcast.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, and
0: they produced some some uh, interesting uh, videos. I know on YouTube. Regarding PT, they're the ones that found what's essentially been the only consistent solution for the final puzzle.
2: At least they have the most popular video that shows it. They then they gave credit to people too in the video, like who found it out on like Reddit and whatnot. But they ultimately, you know, made it in a good amalgamation of all that and made it together and has an actual quotes final solution maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's
0: I guess let's walk through PT a little bit. What what right. is PT? I mean, you start in this. Concrete room. Right. Um, no direction whatsoever. Um, you walk through the door and find yourself in a hallway,
2: right? Well, it starts before that. You get, mo- we gotta start over, you know? Okay. In well, the very beginning, you know, what does it say? What what, what was the, what did it say on screen? Uh, oh, no, I can't remember. I walked yeah, through the right. door. It, it I, start, wa- I walked. I could do nothing but
1: walk. No, that was later. It, it starts off with some pretty ominous text. It was. Yeah. It's always ominous. Right. Every
2: single time there's text, it's completely ominous and it's it's freaky. Really, yeah. yeah. What story
0: is here is very vague. Yeah, it's very vague. Very and ambiguous. And there's not there's
2: not much, but there's enough that, that is intriguing, you know. My favorite
0: part is kind of the exposition in the beginning. As you walk through the hallway, there's a radio on right. talking about a recent uh family side. Um, there's a father that killed everybody in the family. Um, and then the the radio goes on to mention uh another Related. Another family,
2: which was killed by the, the father, killing all the family with a meat cleaver. Yes, I think first was what a double barrel shotgun. Yeah, something shotgun. like that.
0: So apparently nothing can link them except
2: the fact they were both fathers.
0: Yeah, yeah. So obviously there's something going on. There's kind of the story that's being told on the side. Nothing right. in your face. Um, it's very implicit. Um, and and. It really does draw you in. I mean, you can walk right past it and not listen to that radio, but and, uh, again, that's one of the aspects I like about video games is that sometimes in a game, like you can dig more and find more story um, if, if you happen to pay attention. And PT is kind of one of those games where, especially if you're playing for the first time, like you don't just rush through it. I mean, Dakota right. and I played so many times now that but, we kind of do, we right. know the whole game inside out, but. Playing it for the first time, like, you, you wander around.
2: Yeah, you can't just, like, walk through it. You wander, you do things, you accidentally get jump-scared, which happens throughout the game, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you you get jump-scared, you get... Uh, you look up onto the balcony and you'll see her just standing there at some point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's so many freaky points. You have to walk through a hallway when she's just standing in the middle of there and the light turns off. Like, what do you do when there's a freaking monster in front of you? I mean, how do you do that? How do you take the willpower to walk in front, you know? And it's so crazy with the video game, you know, the willpower to just look inside the door or walk in front and walk right in front of her. You, you know what surprises me, actually, is.
0: Not the jump scares particularly, but just the completely disturbing unsettling feeling throughout that oh yeah, no matter how many times I replay this game, I'm still terrified
2: every time I, I, without a fail
0: <laughs> because at any point, I mean, even even the rules within the game that we've kind of come to understand and we know like okay, how to avoid the jump scares whatnot there's still that element of ambiguity there that that one factor that you feel like do I do I know everything because there's so many unexplained mysteries about the game everything about this game, is still kept under wraps to this day. Um, even, like we said, you know that that one solution to the final puzzle is the only consistent solution that's be found because there is no confirmed solution for the final puzzle. So, uh, on that topic, um, I guess we should ought to explain it a little bit. But in PT, of course, you have the hallway, but you continue to loop throughout the hallway. So, at the end of the of the uh, when you go through the hallway, you go through the door at the end just to find yourself in the exact same hallway. Right. So the entire game is played in the same hallway, looping over and over and over. Um, but at certain points, um, in order to op- unlock the door to proceed, you have to solve a puzzle.
2: Right. They're very they're very
0: uh, vague. Uh,
2: they're very subtle. Yeah. And they usually don't take much effort. I mean, it's usually a little thing, but the problem is that it takes so much effort to figure out what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And in the beginning, you know, as you go through, they get a little more difficult. They get very difficult eventually. But they're, they're, there's, like... Hidden clues and stuff. You know there are actually hidden collectibles in the game, which supposedly, due to the Great Debate's final solution, you have to use those to figure out the following the final
1: puzzle.
0: Yeah, they they were able to kind of link that together. All right, what did you think, Bo?
1: Um, I thought that the use of the looping uh, hallway was a great set piece for one. I mean, it really sets up the tension and the horror perfectly. It's right. right. So it's like you're
2: you're in this room. Yeah. And you're understanding it, and you're like, okay, I'm familiar with this room. And then you go through it again, and it's changed
1: Yeah, there's a little s- bit. there's something le- less familiar about it. And then there, there's doors that don't open, and then uh. randomly they, they'll open up, and you'll find, like, the bathroom with the fetus in uh, it. Uh, fuck that shit, like, dude. And, and it, it, I love how random mm-hmm. it is. I mean, it, it's actually an example of jump scares used well. Absolutely. You know? Like, I mean, there's even horror movies that don't even use them, like like this game uses uh, the the jump scares.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I guess I wanted to ask you, you know, as a horror movie fan, you know?
1: Well, you have to remember that, especially nowadays, jump scares are kind of looked down upon a little bit. I mean, it's it's because there's a lot of movies that use them in a very cheap fashion. There's a lot of games that use them in a cheap fashion, but... In, in many ways, when it comes to like a first person sh- uh, walking simulator or something like that, like this, the jump scares really they, they, they're really kind of punctuated a little bit right. just by the whole experience of having your headphones on. Like uh, having all that deep sound design and everything. That's
2: beautiful. The the sounds like, the the sound surround surround sound, being yeah. able to hear that that you know the doors on your right, you know? Yeah. You know that there is rain coming out the window yeah, they're, to they're your
1: left. Yeah, there's perfect panning and everything <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and spatial design in this in in this soundtrack and Even
2: everything. Even in the remastered the, sorry, remastered, I, I shouldn't have used that it's word. The re- remade. remade. Exactly. Yeah. It almost feels remastered, but you get my point. Yeah.
0: You know what I like? I like the simplicity of the game because from the beginning, you have pretty much everything that you need for the rest of the game, Um, short of the flashlight you pick up. Oh, yeah. Kind of towards the beginning. But as far as controls go, you walk, you view things, and that's about it. There's one point in the game where you press the X button. Or I guess I should say the cross button, yeah. as it's apparently officially <laughs> called.
1: How the hell do they make that a cross button? That's not a cross. That's damn. an
0: X. Um, anyway, it's very subtle, too, because you just see... you just see, And you guys didn't see this as well in the remade version because they changed it. But in that photograph where it says gouge it out, most people had no idea what to do. There's a blue X on the picture, Yeah. but nobody connected that to pressing the blue X button on the controller.
1: How did they not figure that out? It's That's very subtle, and
0: nothing yeah. else in the game has controls anywhere so it i mean really that's what i like about the game actually is that it feels completely realistic right and because of the lack of of controls the lack of of weapons or anything else you can do right i mean you, it, it feels like a simulator so it really is actually was really a clever puzzle pressing the x button
2: it but
1: is because you never you anything. use it for
0: anything else in the game Nothing. it's the only time you use it
1: yeah yeah I mean, it's it's almost like this game is kind of like a horror movie simulator in a way. It was kind of like the first in a line of uh, games like that, like you know, Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Then you had like uh, Outlast. Then you had a lot lot of the uh, indie uh, first-person games, like uh, like there's this one where you're in a house and you're surrounded by a bunch of goblins that are trying to get you. The only way to keep them away is light, but there's limited sources of light and everything huh that's kind
0: of like slender man a little bit you know oh yeah
1: yeah but i mean it's it's a lot more claustrophobic than that
0: insidious
1: bro insidious there you go yeah perfect yeah exactly but i mean you could definitely see the influence of games like slender and pt on games like this because i mean in many ways a lot of the modern horror indie gaming uh any games that are coming out is like it's coming from those two sources mainly you know, yeah. Maybe that and maybe amnesia. Like yeah, those are I would like agree. The, those are like the three uh, pillars of modern horror. Oh yeah, gaming absolutely. Right now is PT, amnesia, and slender. Yeah, so you're absolutely
2: right. And I've seen that. I think amnesia is on VR, isn't it? I think it is. I believe yeah. I've seen that on VR, and that's one I want to get into eventually. So yeah,
0: I'm glad that you mentioned the word uh, claustrophobic.
2: Oh yeah, that's that is a very key uh, feeling.
1: Yeah,
0: in, in, this, in
2: this game. It's ridiculous. I mean, during the whole whole entire thing, you're walking through this, well, you start over. You're in a concrete room in the beginning. Yeah. There's a table in there, and there's a cockroach on the ground, you stand up. I mean, you guys saw the remade edition, so all over the walls was a bunch of writing and stuff, but imagine there's nothing there, okay? You're in yeah. a blank room, yeah. and you don't know what to do. You don't get controls on the screen. You don't get to told, told anything. You just hear a voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can press the pause menu, and you can change the brightness, but that's about all you can do. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so you walk through the door, and you're in a whole new world. You don't know what's going on. You go through the hallway because nothing happens, and you're back in the same room. What the fuck? You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like it, the first time you do that, you don't know what's going on, and you think you're gonna. Yeah. You don't, exactly.
0: That surprised me. That that w- that part of the experience was not spoiled for me with the first time I played. Agreed. Um. And and what I really like is, yeah, that feeling of claustrophobia because it almost tricks you into this sense of familiarity but at the same time it's every few levels it changes
2: right see i got to say you showed me this game and you did a really good job of not letting me know anything because I you you to. knew, you knew. And I, I would have done the same thing. So that, that was good. That was well done.
0: Uh, was it cool seeing Norman Reedus at the end? Because I know you're a fan of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Dead. I knew
2: that. I Dude, I, I was awesome. And when I saw that, I remembered at that moment that I saw something online at one point about Norman Reedus being a game. But I didn't know, and I didn't make that connection. You said that, and that was, when you showed me that. And I saw him on the screen, and that, oh, that was awesome, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. What a, what a great reveal. Um, what, a, what a fantastically kept secret. I could do nothing but walk. And then I saw me walking in front of myself. But it wasn't really me. Watch out. The gap in the door. It's a separate reality. The only me is me. Are you sure the only you is you? But yeah, yeah, the the PT... I, I love the puzzles as well because like I said, it's very subtle. Um. Very vague. Sometimes you're not even quite sure that you found what was the intended solution. Right.
2: Yeah. You don't even know. I mean, there's points where, where at the very end. You, you do that last puzzle, and like like the video was saying. I guess you haven't seen the video, but th- there's a video on the gra- on this game, but by the Great Debate, and I would definitely recommend that because it really explains everything. It's kind of
0: my par- part of my experience of showing people PT is showing the video right. too, because it kind of <laughs> helps explain because the process of of the final solution, which again has not been confirmed right it's very obscure um, what we know is that you have to you, you want the phone to ring I want to say actually before I go into that so obscure in fact that people didn't find it right away I mean it's kind of a hidden ending for for oh yeah ever play it, around It's just a loop yeah and you thought that was the end the game just continued to loop after that and that was it right after kind of the whole glitchy part of the game where the game crashes and goes back to the beginning
2: right it may well yeah it makes you think that at least yeah um but but what's interesting is that finally once the solution
0: was found people still didn't know quite how to trigger it um, but what we do know is that you got to get the phone to ring when the phone rings and you get the voice you've been chosen you, you can walk out the door and that's whenever you can leave and you trigger the final cutscene. um the thing with that though is that we're in order to get the phone to ring, we know you have to hear a baby, the baby, the fetus in the sink laugh three times. Right. So you have to, <laughs> you have to wait and for the clock to, to chime midnight, which throughout the, the rest of the game it's 23:59. Remember.
2: Oh yeah, no, in the entire game you go and you walk to that first door, and right through the first walk, sorry, right as you walk through the first door. You see a hallway, and you look to your right as you walk a few steps, and you see a clock, 2359.
0: Yeah, that the digital time. clock saying 2359. Each
2: time you walk through that hallway, that's kind of the first reminder of, oh, cra- oh crap, this is the same hallway. Yeah. Because, like, you see that clock at, this at the same time.
0: Yeah, so it's zero, 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 right? Uh, it, so it's midnight. Um, you start to walk forward 10 steps, stop. You hear the baby laugh the first time. I mean, okay. you, you stay
2: still. You don't do anything. You keep your controller absolutely still. And then you say the name Jareth, right? Or does that happen after?
0: No, no. You say Jareth in the microphone, and then That's right. the baby laughs the second time. Well, supposedly.
2: Some right. people say that they could
0: trigger it by using J, other names. There's other ways also to trigger the second baby laugh, like by supposedly going after Lisa, going towards her, and right. trying to find her during a haunting. Um, but either way, you get the second baby laugh, which is really the one part everyone's confused about, um, though isn't quite sure how to trigger. And then you have to stay completely still. The controller vibrates and then uh, you... Get a third baby laugh, and then the phone rings. Yeah. What's interesting is that I like the way that that video we watched was able, by, by The Great Debate, was able to connect um, that with the hidden pictures. Right. What's, what's really cool, guys, and this, this part, you know, Bo and Robert, I don't think you guys got to see, is that throughout the game, there's these collectibles. There's yeah. these little uh, pieces of pictures throughout, and, and they're hidden, and you zoom in on it and it kind of pops up showing that you found something so if you do it by accident, you're kind of like "What the fuck?
2: yeah, you don't you just see random uh words on the screen often in a different language. I think there's one or two in English yeah um, there's also one in the pause menu actually it's a secret hidden one, and that's the, the I think there's like thirteen total or something like that or nine, that's my uh, eight favorite or something, one nine. yeah
0: though is, is is the final the final collectible in the game is is a uh, you you pause. And you zoom in using R3.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. There's actually a picture within the pause menu that you have to find. That's really cool.
0: I've also heard reports, it's never happened to me, but I've heard that in the pause menu you're not necessarily safe. Oh,
1: Oh, shit. And that,
0: like, Lisa can can jump scare you, I think, as soon as you get out. Lisa's the ghost that haunts you, that supposedly was uh, killed by the husband and... um, you kind of get these hints that she had the, the fetus kind of ripped out of her or something. So
1: he was tearing her apart. Ah! Oh,
0: that's good. Ding! Okay, we did our room reference. We did our room reference. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> also, fucked up the mics there when we all laughed at the same time. Oh, and, you know, whatever. It's, it. it's all good. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, that, that part, that was... <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so Lisa haunts you. Lisa's like the spirit, the, the freaky ghost lady that maybe rapes you after she Something kills like you? Something like
2: that. Uh, you hear some unzipping and some sloshing, so we, I don't know what goes on there. We think it sounds
0: like sex, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she gets you. She haunts you. Um, what's really interesting is that there's a particular puzzle in the game, the gouge it out puzzle, yes. you know, with the axe, where most people pretty much are predisposed to, getting, to failing that puzzle, looping around and getting auto-possessed and killed by, by Lisa.
2: And that's pretty much how you figure it out, too, because you see Lisa attack you, and you see she has one eye. And you're like, oh, gouge it out. Because you're supposed to fail that one. That's kind of the that they're supposed to make you fail. You see her, she attacks you, you realize it, gouge it out, you poke it out. You yeah. know, that's part of the puzzle.
0: Yeah. It makes more sense after that. Um and, and yeah, it's it's just completely uh terrifying. I oh mean, yeah. that, that that's a jump scare like you said, that's used well.
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah, it is.
0: I like the random appearances of Lisa, too, the scripted appearances yes. that really f- make you freak out for a second, you know? Well, yeah, uh, you'll
2: walk through a hallway in one of them. In the very beginning, I mean, third or fourth time you're going through the hallway, and you'll just look through the hallway, and you'll see her just standing there. Yeah. And the then the light goes off, and you have to walk towards it. Walk towards her. How the hell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you also, I think the first time you see her is when is when uh, the bathroom door opens up slightly. Oh, yeah. And you have to look in there. You have to in order to proceed.
2: And and suddenly she
0: closes the door.
2: (laughs) You see her. Well, it starts off with you walking to the door. And then you almost get to the door. And then it shuts on you. The outside door to leave. And and you're like, oh, "Oh, crap. And so you turn around. while you're walking towards it. And then you hear hear the door shut. And then you hear another door open. And you're like, okay, the front door maybe. You know, you walk up to the front door. Front door shut still. You're like, ah, hell. And then you can see the bathroom door cracked open. And you use your viewing option, which is R3 or, you know. And you can see her face, and she shuts the door real quickly. And you hear the baby crying and shit, and oh, it's creepy.
1: Yeah, the audio on the baby crying was really, really creepy and really well done. Absolutely. It was, it was well
2: like it's on a baby monitor or something, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, that's it? what so it so creepy? That's what it sounded like. It sounded exactly like a baby monitor. You know what? It's
0: really even more haunting to me now as a parent because, like, you know, I hear my baby cry oh, or laugh bloody. or whatever. And, it, yeah, it just, oh. <laughs> it's very unsettling. Um, and that just kind of adds to the whole creepy atmosphere. I like the one part where um, you go in the bathroom and then the fetus in the sink actually talks to you in a, in a deep man's voice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and it's coming from the point of view of this uh, character's son, that the, the unborn child, right? That's, yeah, that's, yeah.
0: that's the, the implication there.
2: Wow, and interesting. What about the bag with the heart in it? I that's guess heart, some kind of organ in it, assumedly a heart. I think that's you. Because yeah. that
0: bag first talks to you usually whenever you die for the first time. Right. Yeah. Um, it also can be triggered after the, the glitchy crash. Right. Yeah. So, and when you wake up in the, in the room. So, the idea is that I, I think the implication is that that's you. Wow. That's because crazy. maybe some of those sounds that Lisa's making is like maybe cutting off something or I don't know. Right. Oh, yeah. That's what's yeah. left of you in the bloody bag. And, and the words in and of themselves are really important because he says, you know, I walked, I could do nothing but walk. Which is what you do in the game. You could do nothing but walk. You keep walking, right? And then I saw me walking in front of myself. Mm-hmm. The gap in the door. It's a separate reality. It's talking about the door. Yep. At the end, and then entering. So every time you loop, that's it's a separate, separate reality. reality. And and wow. it's a it's a and I see myself. Wa- I saw myself walking in front. You know that that's showing you know the, the looping nature and the idea of yes. of coming around and around. So I I'm pretty sure that bloodied bag is a is a previous version of you
2: the only me is me are you sure the only you is you exactly oh, oh wow that has no to
0: way. be what that's hinting at that's a and good point yeah it, 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 it's really cool to kind of like dig, dig into this game and dissect now that the game has you know been canceled silent hills i'd really like to know what was planned and how much of pt's plot and gameplay really had any relevance yeah to that.
1: that that's actually what i was going to ask it's like how much of this trail of this teaser do you think really was a portent of what was going to be in the game? I mean, what do you think this game would have been like? It, it was obviously going to be going off of more familial uh, themes and everything, obviously. Yeah. Even more so than other Silent Hill games and those games, I mean, though family is pretty much kind of intrinsic to quite a few of those. Like I, I, if I remember that one homecoming one, like yeah, it had The
2: one that was on like Wii.
1: Yeah. See, like yeah, I, w- I would hope like if,
2: if they were to do this Silent Hills, if they were to continue it, yeah. I would hope for like that interesting, hard-to-figure-out-you-have-to-use-your-head shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because that's some cool stuff. I mean, yeah. that is really cool. I mean, looking at the video I watched and how they figured that out, like, imagine figuring that out. And it doesn't have to be that crazy. I mean, the way they, they put it together it was almost like a conspiracy theory. But it, it works, you yeah. know? It, it works. So what do you do when it works? Yeah, right. It's yeah. a little far fetched, but it, it works
0: consistently. So something is right. Uh, maybe the means to get there aren't. Maybe it's not Jareth. Maybe it's some kind of J right. name of some kind. But the well, yeah. it, it's
2: right though because there's the, there's those you know collectibles. Yeah, and the collectibles give you the words and they tell you. So that is true. But what so far as the Jareth part, that that's still under under you know. Suspicion, you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it it's odd. Um, it's almost hard to deny because it all does kind of seem to piece together.
2: But the seventy-seven eighty studio, I mean, they have a point. Like, what's the point of it? You know. Yeah. Why the trees? You know. Why the two zero four eight six three? Why even listen to the radio voice at all? What What does that have to do with anything?
0: You know what? One of my favorite parts in the game. Is? I'm glad you mentioned the radio voice. When you when you look and this oh is a, this God. is right around the time that you're pretty much set up to to get jump scared. Right. Uh, almost certainly is you're looking at the radio, you know, and then you're listening. It's just talking about the story. And then suddenly it cuts. It gets like, don't touch that dial now. We're just getting started. And then and, and yes. you know, it goes back to the radio, whatever. And then it goes, look behind you.
1: <laughs> I said, <laughs>
2: look behind you.
0: And at that point, <laughs> if you're auto-possessed by Lisa and you try to quickly push, um, you, you try to quickly uh, turn back around like 180, that's a real easy way to trigger the jump scare. Essentially, the way it works and the way the mechanics work is that um, Lisa. If you encounter Lisa, and if you're playing to the game not as quickly as we did, but just kind of exploring, you'll, you'll see this a lot more often. If you encounter Lisa at any point during the game, um, and and you come towards her, she can rush you. Right when she does, she possesses you, and you'll 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 know that she's possessing you because there'll be a few triggers. Um, you'll hear her extra high heel because, you know, if you notice, she's only wearing the one high heel. Right. You'll hear that extra high heel clobbering behind your footsteps. Yeah,
2: you'll hear three steps instead of the normal two as you walk. You'll hear. Tou-tou-tou.
0: You'll hear her breathing like on your neck.
2: Oh, it's so bad. And,
0: and if you look at like the shadow, you'll see her like
2: glitching behind you. Glitchy you body can do it shadow. in the uh, yeah. mirror, the window where you can see outside. You can see her behind you there. She's behind you at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really creepy. So there's a few cues to know when you're possessed. The idea is try to move through the hallway as quickly as possible and loop because once you're possessed, at any point that you, and then there's a few ways to trigger it. If you, I think if you stay still too long, if you move too quickly, like turn around, mm-hmm. she can get you. Um, and then like I said, if you fail that puzzle at that one point, the gadget it out, it'll actually automatically possess you. That that's the part where it's almost kind of scripted. Um, and I feel like that's the point where most players usually get scared for the first time. Oh yeah, and get killed. And once she yeah. gets you, it, when she, when 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 I say she jump scares you, it's game over. Her face is suddenly in here in your face, and it makes and you drop down on the ground, and she makes some sloshing noises, and then you,
2: <laughs> you show back up in the concrete now, room.
1: what do you think those sloshing noises are? What do you think she's doing to you?
2: Well there's multiple theories. I mean, obviously. Fellatio? Yeah, that's what we were thinking Ooh. at first of course. Yeah, maybe she hops on gross. that dick.
0: I don't know. That's what it sounds
2: like. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm we, we, we correlated that maybe, you know, because of the bag like we said earlier, you might have some organs ripping out. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe she's, you know, you're giving her a baby. I I don't know what it is. But I don't know, I don't know what people do. I don't know what people do. <laughs> is it what it would
0: it really be outside of Kojima to put, you know, that kind of that sexual oh god
2: no. element in there.
1: Oh, of course not. Man. So you know the unzipping. I mean,
2: that was intentional. There's an intentional sound.
1: Oh yeah, no, definitely. So heard flop. I
2: heard a slosh, a flop. A flop. Yeah. I heard yeah. something, the dude. Trousers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. That that that's
0: that's what it fucking sounds like. That is exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. I'm not even kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, Damn I mean, it. hey, you know, the ghosts need that dick too, right? I guess so. Well, she's I mean, lonely. Norman Reedus.
2: I mean, how do you say no to that, right? She, she probably wants to be skull fucked. <laughs> there you go.
1: Oh, wow. Oh <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, she's really? got an eyeball missing. I mean, exactly. you can do that
0: already. See, there you go. It's, it's set it's up. Perfect. <laughs> it's Perfect. It's not coincidence. It's perfect. Gouge it
1: out. No, can't be. A, can't be a coincidence ever. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh my God.
2: This, this is th- why we have can't have nice games.
0: Yeah, there's <laughs> some really men- memorable moments in the game. One, one, one that I like is where the game sort of deviates from the looping hallway. In the uh, kind of the nightmare scene, where oh, yeah. the sequence. the screen goes red, like the dream sequence, right? And the hallway isn't quite right. You run abnormally fast. Your field of vision is distorted. It's completely red.
2: And, all the and, pictures and, are eyeballs.
0: And and the hallway doesn't doesn't loop around the normal way it does. When you go around the corner, it's all weird. It still it's loops, it's but it's a much longer loop, and it's several turns.
2: Yeah, it's a longer loop. It's several turns. It's some hallways. It's the same hallways, but some are flipped, some are reversed, some are turned at a weird angle, so you can't tell it's the same hallway before. But it's all the same, you know, right angle. It's just used at different turns.
0: Yeah, and what I like is that you know when you go in the bathroom at one point in the game, you know, you you can look and you can see like a hole in the wall, right? And if you look, and it almost looks like you see kind of an eyeball in there. It's really weird. It is weird. oh, yeah. I also like in the yeah. bathroom when you look in the mirror, and it just barely obscures the character's face. Oh yeah,
2: you can see the body, you can see their arms, you can see their like their chest area, but you can't see their face, not quite. But
0: you know, one of my favorite parts is okay. So anyway, so you see that peephole, right? So then you come around during the nightmare sequence, and you can see the the picture move to the ground, and you can look through the peephole, and like you actually kind of like witness a murder. You don't see it, but you hear it. It's right there. Uh, the remake we watched even added kind of like a blood splatter effect.
1: Right. Oh wow. That
0: wasn't originally there. And then when you went in the bathroom, showed like the headless Lisa body, which oh, was yeah. which was a nice touch.
2: Yeah, that was <laughs> <a nice touch.
1: laughs> so. So that wasn't in the original PT. No,
2: the blood and the body in the in the tub were not originally
1: there. Oh okay. okay.
2: Yeah, that was added in. So just in case for some reason you play you played the PT emulator that we found, you'll see that.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah. Oh
0: my God, it, it's it's freaky. Um, <laughs> Uh, r- the original and, and the remake, and the remake, I gotta say, did a really good job. I mean, it it's not quite as polished, but it they, captured the essence. Yeah, and the assets, I mean, that they use look almost identical. Oh yeah, oh and yeah. I yeah. like some of the uh, additions and modifications that were made too. I thought they were well, well placed. There's some extra ambient noises, and um, and then there's like some additions, like we mentioned, like the body in the tub, and it's the all my nice touch. The baby looks a little bit
2: different. The baby doesn't move. The bag doesn't move. A little
1: different.
0: That, that's that's where it's a little less polished. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Yeah. No. It it, it was a really good, well done, emulator. Um. But yeah. PT guys, what uh, what, what what are our final thoughts on this? What do you think, Bo?
1: I think that this is one of the more interesting horror games I've ever seen. And just just the thing that it was just a playable teaser for a bigger franchise. I mean, there's just still so much about this game that people just don't know about, you know, like, like you said, it, it this may not have a final solution to it yeah. at all. There, there may not, there may not be an actual end to it.
0: Yeah. 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 And I really like how there's still things to this day that are unexplained about this game, you know? Yeah.
1: It, it's, uh, su- it's a, almost like an anomaly. I mean, it, it, and it's really, and it's really where games started to kind of really take an artistic edge, like especially in the horror genre. Oh, for sure, know? for sure, and and it's kind of paralleling the uh, Renaissance of uh, like full scale artistic horror in uh, filmmaking as well. You know, there's there's lots of really interesting stuff coming out of the independent scene. You know, especially Both from
0: Robert Ordonne Gondry, Killing yeah, Night. There you go. Oh what shit! Did I do? Nope. produced a film, directed and produced, direct, produced, wrote, wrote. starred. Yeah, starred.
1: all yeah. the above. Are you Tommy Whistler now? Maybe. You taught me was so. Tommy LaSalle? <laughs> Tommy. No. I'm Tommy.
2: Just when nobody hires you, you make your own thing, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro.
0: What
2: do you think, Dakota, about? Oh God, This game ha- has so much potential. I- I'm really upset to see that uh, this was re- not only removed from the PS4 store, but the game that it was supposed to become was just dropped. It was really upsetting because this could have been so much more. But you know what? I got to say, I am so hyped for Death Stranding. Because of this game, this game is the reason I am hyped for Death Stranding, and I know Kojima, he can make a good game, and he will. And yeah. this will be game of the year. It'll be fucking amazing. I
1: promise. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the Metal Gear series, and you know in particular that Kojima is behind, um, is very um, very telling of, of oh, yeah. the kind of crazy twists that he makes. I'll put it this way: this is a guy, a man whose whose idea was to have a, a video game boss break the fourth wall and tell you what's on your memory card
1: oh man good old psychomantis
0: that's that's creepy yeah. if I have, that's that's terrifying so this man really thinks outside the box and supposedly death stranding is is basically what he what he compares to uh the difference between like the rope um you know as an invention wow and, and so this is this is kind of how th- this game is uh taking um in a way how Metal Gear was kind of before stealth games came out to find its own genre this game supposedly is supposed to and it kind of seems to have some of those elements in there we've got Norman Reedus back Um, Guillermo del Toro is in there as a motion capture but I don't think he's doing any writing The the baby the idea this uh, that kind of theme with the baby is back because you've got this like baby that's with you all the time oh what so it's really (laughs) creepy so I'm really excited about that but anyway um final thoughts on PT um this game really introduced me, I think, to horror games as a whole. And and it really it's really caught me on. Like I wanna, you know, play more horror games, especially wanna check out like the
2: Silent Hill series. Absolutely. I've seen Silent Hill and I believe the second one and fantastic movies, dude. Absolutely.
1: Oh yeah, the movies. I, I remember seeing the first movie in theaters and
2: Oh yeah. It wasn't really half bad, oh.
1: to tell the truth.
2: It wasn't that bad, dude. They're fun. Um the games, I have not played any of the games. Uh the movies are based off the games, right? They were first. Yeah. Okay. Just just making sure I'm not I'm not the game first. Yeah. Same thing well, with Resident for,
0: Evil. Right. Yeah. Was, uh, same thing. S- but yeah. Yeah. No. I'm I'm super stoked for Dust trending. Um, PT. You know, it, it, it's a love of mine. You know, like I I remember it so fondly, and I'm glad that we found a way to play it now. It's been a while.
2: Oh yeah, it's been a really long while, but we still get it, and we got it, and we get the same feel but no wh- matter what. What I love Dakota is how
0: easily we remembered how to get through the game still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I do have, on record, I do have a playthrough of, of my, you know, my, my original playthrough of PT with commentary. Not my original, but a, a playthrough I have with commentary. Um, it was produced several years ago, so don't judge. But I'm going to go ahead and put that out there for free as kind of our um, Let's Play commentary there you go. For, for this game. Because I have it already, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw that together and put it out sometime, um, either now or after I finish the other commentaries. I, I may finish those first, but we'll put it out there uh, I'm really excited to uh, I'm really excited for the rest of the season of of uh, collateral gaming and um, I'm really excited uh, that we're here for this Halloween episode are you guys uh, excited for Halloween
1: oh always I mean I'm oh. just gonna watch lots of horror movies like especially when I get home like it's almost three in the morning right now and I'm still Gonna stay up another couple of hours. I'm just gonna yeah, watch yeah, horror films. G- Yeah,
2: mind you. Yeah, it is three o'clock in the morning on Thursday, October
1: 31st. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It just yeah.
2: turned Halloween three hours ago. Happy, Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, Halloween, everybody!
1: Woo! Yeah.
0: So hopefully I'll have this episode out on the same day. Um, I'll g- I'll put it together. I've got to work tomorrow. I'm not excited uh, about it, but I don't know. <laughs> 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 we'll figure it out. Um. But yeah, look forward to Collateral Gaming. Our next episode's gonna be Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh,
1: oh, so excited! That uh, that was a pretty huge game, right? That came out. I mean, I've seen my my brother has that game, and I've seen him play it, and it was pretty intricate. Oh, it it's like,
0: you, it, it's it's mind blowing. I, I'm having a lot of fun with that game. So that's coming out next. Uh, look forward to some of the other stuff that's coming out this season. We mentioned Death Stranding, so that is an episode we're coming out. Um, we'll be producing that probably around December because we want to give ourselves at least a month to to play the game.
2: Absolutely, we need a lot of time. I'm gonna be so excited! It comes out in eight days. I'm counting down, dude. And <laughs> you know, uh, Collateral
0: Gaming. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on all social media channels. Um, we are on, you know, uh, Twitter. Of course, we're very are uh, trying to be more active on there. Um, Facebook instagram um we all have our own social media accounts also follow collateral cinema bo do you want to promo a little bit
1: oh yes we are going to be doing our first indie episode of the season and like we said on the Shining episode it's going to be mostly selections from the first glance film festival who contacted us and uh, we're going to go ahead and format uh, i think it's going to be a mega review we're going to do like four movies in one episode like, I mean, we're going to try not to make it too, too long, but, I mean, we're going to give every movie a, at least a little bit of uh, scrutiny and everything. There you go. And uh, we, we have some interesting selections so far. Like I said, one of them is a documentary about uh, the uh, f- fans of boy bands and everything, I believe, which will be interesting, and some other short films that, honestly, will be a lot, to fun, a lot of fun to review and everything. So, yeah, look forward for that, and... uh Check us out on Twitter as well at Sea Cinema Podcast, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm super stoked to get on that episode of Collateral Cinema. Um, for any listeners that don't know, I mean, we—that's our other movie podcast, and actually our parent. That's where this all spun out of. Yep. Um, so Collateral Cinema's out. It's actually a little bit bigger. Um, we're almost—we're at over four thousand downloads, or almost there.
1: Uh, four thousand sixty-four downloads last time I checked.
0: Four thousand. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah!
1: Fuck yeah, man! I'm
0: really glad about that. So if you haven't checked out. Collateral Cinema's uh, Halloween episode, um, which the four of us are on, though.
1: So yep. We talked about The Actually, Shining. Actually, no. Dakota nope. is yeah. not on. No, well, he's there. Little fucker. He's damn there. it. Damn he, it, Dakota. He's there in spirit. Remember? Oh, yeah. is there in spirit. I don't
2: talk shit about me.
1: Either. Oh, we didn't talk shit. <laughs> no. it, was, it was with love, bro. It was with love. Nah, I'm just it was kidding. with love. Nah, I'm just
2: kidding. If you
0: haven't listened to The Shining episode, go check that out on our podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. At, um Stay tuned for the rest of Collateral Cinema Season 3 and Collateral Gaming Season 2.
2: Woo-hoo, this is it,
0: dude. Yep, so yep. um that being said, I'm Smashley Ashley. I'm Dakota Chancellor.
1: I'm Maddox Maddox of Maddox. You Maddoxson. get, it doesn't you you get to
0: steal my joke, Bo. I don't give
1: a fuck. I'm stealing it anyway. This is
0: Collateral Gaming, and we are out. Out. It's our show, Bo. the same sit in front of the same kind of games yeah he was just that kind of guy but then one day he goes and kills us all he couldn't even be original about the way he did it i'm not complaining i was dying of boredom anyway but guess what i will be coming back and i'm bringing my new toys with me Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators, are used for educational purposes only, and are fair use. Please don't sue us. We're poor. There's a guy above you. There's a guy above you. Night, night, oh. sunshine. There's a guy below you. There's a guy below you.